Down and down again. Oh. I got so high, left my frown in the wind. Oh. Hard, I tried, never try it again. Cause these niggas is lying again. Oh. I'm a black lion, I roll like a tire. Girl, in my dreams, I don't sleep, I don't oh. find her. If they sleep and they need a reminder, this is for niggas who think we minor. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the show. I sing things a little differently. I am the slow chemical. And you guys will hear some different acoustics this week. Uh, and maybe next? Maybe. I was sitting again, so uh, it's going to sound a little different, but recording this on a Sunday morning for the Monday show, um, <clears throat> programming note, for those of you that listen to both shows, Thursdays and excuse me, Thursdays, where the fuck did that come from? Mondays and Wednesdays, um, I did finally get a chance to finish watching or watch uh, the Blacklist Season 9, I will record that. Um, and we're going to pick back up on those episodes. Um, I think we left off at season two retrospective. So season three will be Wednesday four, And that's, we're going to keep doing that for us the year. Um, the Nico review will come. I haven't kind of gotten in contact with him yet or tried. Um, been really busy. But that will come. And um, it's going to be super awesome to have him back on one more time. For this uh, one last time for this year, um, but no, everything is all good over here. Hope you guys are doing well. Um, but I just want to give that programming out to people who listen to both podcast uh, shows um, because I've not seen a lick, a second, nothing of Titans. But I saw it. I got I got notifications saying I was about to be a mid season finale. I was like, already? Um, I, I was surprised because I know they did things. A little differently because um, they didn't drop the first three episodes like they normally do. They dropped the first two episodes. So just really interesting stuff there. But um, hey, let's get right to it. Uh, and there's a bunch of, we're all over the place this week because the news is all over the, oh, watching the dog. News is all over the week, uh, all over the place this week. Um, but I read, <laughs> I read some quotes. Now, I normally wouldn't say anything about this because I think, Ric Flair is just starving, begging for attention, right? Starving the wrong way, but begging for attention. Ric Flair claims, now this is a year after the situation, just to rewind for you guys. Around June or July of last year, Ric Flair was on Renee Paquette's podcast. And she reminded him how the plane ride from hell's episode from dark side of the ring was going to come out and flair said on the show yeah everything was going so well for me then of course we know the show dropped the episode dropped and holy shit did it set off a time bomb not just for flair but for tommy dreamer who also was did not come off good in that episode um scott hall did not come off good in that episode Maybe the only person that came off good in that episode was RVD. Um, but even then, I didn't understand why he was even on it. Because I, I felt like he didn't really contribute much. But to, hey, we have a WWE Hall of Famer on here that we got. And um, I, I just didn't think he... I mean, well, and once again, this, the way things are edited a lot of times, it just it just makes no sense to me why things are edited that, that way. But, you know, they, only the producers know why it was. 
Weirdly way, it caused Ric Flair to be put at, put, taken out of the, outro, the intro of Raw, which he was really upset about. It, it took a car shield to suspend his um, promotional deal, and et cetera, et cetera. He's gotten all that stuff back since. But this was the first time I can really think that he made public comments. And if someone please let me know, I would love to hear him uh, or see where, where it is so I can see, uh, read them. But legitimately, this is the first time I think he's even spoken about it. And he said it's complete BS. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting, you know. Because um, even Tommy Dreamer in his rant defending Ric Flair said that Flair would do it all the time. And no one was ever offended. So I'm sitting there like, Ugh. but here's the issue, though. This, here's where he can have an out. Now, out means so much because, like, it's one of those situations where we all know what happened, but there's two different plane ride from hells. That's where the confusion comes from. There's one plane ride from hell where Vince was on it and Vince was wrestling with Kurt Hennig. This is not that one. Vince was now on this plane. Only Jim Ross was on this plane. And so that's why everyone got in trouble the way they did. Because Vince had to make a statement. The problem is they confused him in some of these interviews. And that's why I didn't understand why they edited, edited it the way they did. Which makes I think it was the first time I can think of where the dark side of the ring people got it wrong. And I was like, oh wow, that's kind of confusing there. But I don't think people realize that there were two different plane rides called a plane ride from hell. So I'm going to take a sip of orange juice. But the fact that he's coming out a year later, over a year later, saying something, I just, I just don't get what When you're Flair and Hogan, and you are at the top of your profession, of the world, as long as they have been, maybe I would feel the same way as well. Maybe I would be starved for that attention. You know, obviously the money, money must be good, you know. But the attention, this is, he did not need to bring this back up. Period, bottom line. I, I just wanted to mention that because I was like, well, I don't get why he's doing this. I just <sighs> didn't understand. Moving on. WWE has made an official offer for Steve Austin to wrestle another match at WrestleMania 39. This is the, they are very much in the preliminary talks of it. Um, they love how well it went. Um, I, I've seen the names that they were thinking about putting him with. If, if that is who they're planning on putting him with, why have a match? Names like Baron Corbin, like real, real mid Corbin. Not many inventors like a Kevin Owens. Like that was a, an amazing thing to get Kevin Owens on there, but it just, ah, I don't get it. You know, well, you know, if he wants to do it and sure he got a healthy payday for it. I guess so, but man, that's such a that's not good. I, I wouldn't do it at least. Kalisto is a coach at the PC in the first ever Wrestling Women's Hall of Fame. You have Mildred Burke, Cora Livingston, Berkeley Shade, Tony Rose, and Donna Cristiano, Susan Tex Green, Rita Marie Chatterton, Jazz, Irina Merlina, 
Lucha, me, Luna Vashon, Medusa, Marva Scott, Babs Wingo, Ethel Johnson, Glow, The Promotion, Tom Burke, Lorraine, Landon, Jamie Hemmings, Lori McGee. So I wanted to put knowledge on that because you guys are going to hear the dog in the background. Sorry about that. Um, and he waits till I start recording to do this. It's too... Anyways. Um, I wanted to put... No. I wanted to put... Shine light on some of these women. Because I don't know a lot of them myself. But obviously I know the ones you guys know. Like Jazz, Medusa, Luna Vashon. Um, I know Ethel Johnson. Uh, Glow, obviously. They did a fucking show about it. You know, if you don't know about the glow, just go watch Netflix. Um, but um, yeah, I, I, I've heard some of these names, but I've never actually watched them wrestle. But to have these names in here, I think it's a very important step because there's always been a wrestling Hall of Fame that's outside of WWE Hall of Fame. It doesn't get much acknowledgement. As a matter of fact, I think I've said this on this podcast or the, or the previous podcast I was doing. Um, but. They were the first ones to induct Macho Man Randy Savage into, into the Hall of Fame, you know, and they did it because they he said, "Hey, I don't want going without my dad," and they said, "Okay," and so they put him in and put his dad in. Um, but I just think it's a big step because many people, and I think once again, obviously the precipice is the WWE Hall of Fame. I get that it gets the most attention. You probably get a bigger payday. You know, but these names should still be acknowledged. So I just want to put that in your ear in case you guys wanted to go. I know there's a ton of fans here that uh, of the podcast that just listen, that just watch women's wrestling. You know, and, and yes, people who don't believe it, that is actually a thing. Like uh, honestly, I probably watch, I probably watch more. It's so weird. I think it's because it's summertime, and I, I think I travel more in the summer. I don't. I can't really explain it, but I know for a fact I watch more WNBA than I do NBA. You know, I'm not, I, I'm just, I think, I think I take NBA for granted. When I say that, well, one, I don't like dealing with drama. If I wanted to, you know, continue to deal with drama, I would definitely just continue to watch wrestling all day, every day, right? But I think it's more of like you have the storylines, and, and NBA feels like it's 365 days a year. If it's unlike any other sport because the players have so much power. So to see what happened earlier this summer with Kevin Durant and Follow me on this journey, and I know some of you guys aren't sports fans, but to have him ask for a trade and not get it is so unique. But that makes this sport 20, just 24 hours a day, 365, right? Like like wrestling. And so I think that's the part of it that doesn't attract me because I already watch something that's 365, 24 hours a day. So as much as I like it, love it, um, I don't want to watch two things that's like that. WNBA, I just watched the basketball. I, I I don't know much about any of the drama, if any. I'm sure there is drama. I know the Britney Griner thing is crazy. But outside of that, I don't know who's feuding with who and blah, blah, blah. I And I just don't care. But it's also not reported either. So um, that's why I shed light on this. I do know sometimes people say, hey, can you go in a little more detail into the women's stuff? And sometimes I just don't know as reported because I... I found it fascinating. Later on, I might actually look into it. Like, sometimes I, had, I find myself doing that. But a lot of times, I'm just like, all right, cool, boom. You know, so. Shed some light on that. Congratulations to all you ladies. Per WrestleVotes, international live event on January 
18th and 19th is set for WWE. There is no location that is TBD. Sky Too Hotty had himself a terrible week. He had to deactivate his Twitter. And this will not be the first time we talk about a Twitter exchange tonight or today. So in his Twitter in his Twitter exchange, he just said, hey, please stop trying to book me against women. I will not wrestle a woman. I will not fight a woman. He says these words, right? Nothing derogatory, nothing disrespectful. He just says he won't, he doesn't do transgender, not transgender, but um, uh, women and men wrestling, right? And so there's nothing wrong with that. If he doesn't want to be in the ring with a woman, I get it. Sky Too Hot, he had a cute gimmick that, that people just say, oh, we could book him, have him for a show, sell some tickets, and have him wrestle our top woman and probably lose, whatever, right? But he's not going to do that. Well, Twitter just destroyed him because reasons. So he deactivated his Twitter. First of all, you fuckers are crazy. If he doesn't want to wrestle women, he shouldn't have to. Think about this. How much how much uh, interaction between women and men do you see on the, the top two companies, AEW and WWE? WWE is zero. AEW, you see it accidentally. And even then, I would still say zero. Because it's not like you're facing men off versus women. We've seen this year alone, if I'm not mistaken, we saw Sammy Guevara super kick Ty Mello. And, it was, and actually, it was the same spot. No, it was a different spot because at a AAA show in Mexico, uh, Penta super kicked Ty Mello. But we saw that there, and we sometimes might see the same thing accidental, like friendly fire, right? Um, but I would say we still have zero. Why is this hard to believe? I, I don't get it. I don't get it. But I saw this and I said, um, oh, when I first saw the, like, the headline, I was like, oh, the sky's too high. I was like, that's interesting. I wonder why, I wonder what's going on here. And I just went on to it and it was so funny because I was like, wow, like, people are really mad about this. This is kind of, kind of disturbing. A little bit. A little bit. Kevin Owens suffered an MCL sprain, but as we are going to talk about later on, he's, he's, he seems to be fine. Um, Chris Hemsworth steps down from acting. His next movie, Thor, will be his last. And um, the Hogan biopic is now Jeopardy. Now, just first of all, just none of this is important. He was diagnosed with an early in, uh, Alzheimer's gene. So he's taking steps back from acting and just... I'm sure just going to enjoy time with his family. And um, the most important thing is if they can, they, if they have early signs of this, which I didn't know was a thing, uh, which is good to know, I guess. Um, I think it's important that they try to find something to help him in case it is inevitable. But if it isn't inevitable, then why not take a break? Enjoy your family. I think he has three kids. His wife is gorgeous. Uh, they, 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 I think they, I think the story of him and his wife was they were hooked up with a friend, they fell in love, and they got married like three months later. So it's a true love story for them. Enjoy your family. Take time to just relax and and not panic because um, he doesn't have anything yet. But it's, it's a gene in there. Um, but no, I, my much respect to him and also. Uh, sh- 
hey, it's going to be all right, you know. So take your time. We're going to see you come back stronger, bigger, faster than ever. There's a report that Bronson Reed, Triple H is thinking about bringing him back as a surprise entrant in the Royal, Royal Rumble. Look here. Jonas had a hell of a run on the independents. And, and I was super impressed this past summer, as I talked about here already, when he pinned Okada clean. That's not something you see every fucking day. Every fucking day. So I think this is one of the picks that's inevitable because he was already super over with Triple H. He won the North American Championship from uh, Johnny Gargano, and then they just released him. And, he, and they never saw anything, yet, which was surprising because he's a Vince prototype. So it's just really super, super weird. But this is not much of a surprise, now. <coughs> Excuse me. Let's hit some raw notes. Bobby Lashley defeated Mustafa Ali. Seth Rollins is clearly a baby face, not even with an edge, with just an annoyance. <laughs> He's clearly a baby face, though. It's like, like, but it's just, it's just very interesting uh, how 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 all this has come about. Like he's he naturally turned back to being a face, partly because of his song, you know. But it, he's he's back to being a face. He's a face at the end of the day, and. I don't know how I have not seen anything that says what he is ranked uh, internally in WWE, but he's definitely a baby face on, on the TV. On TV, Mia Yim joined the face faction for War Games. Rhea Ripley joins the heel faction. So our our women's War Games is set, and I would assume that's going to be the thing that opens the pay per view. Um, I won't be able to watch it live. I will be able to watch it next Sunday though. Uh, so I will be reporting that. Um, for next Monday's show. Chad Gable defeated Seth Rollins by DQ. Dominique beat Shelton Benjamin. EO Sky defeated Dana Brooke. Dolph Ziggler brought all over with Austin Theory. And there is a rumor that Triple H took away the Money in the Bank briefcase because he wanted to make Austin Theory a more serious threat. So he took away the Money in the Bank briefcase. He's taking away the selfie gimmick. He's going to make him a threat, and, and then apparently this is where it's going to start. And it seems like everyone starts with Zogler, so there you go. And I said that wrong. Chad Gable won his match, but wasn't Seth Rollins. I apologize. Uh, Seth Rollins defeated Finn Balor, and Theory came out to try to uh, brawl with Seth Rollins, and he ended up laying Seth Rollins completely out. SmackDown. The teams now are now officially set for war games. The Bloodline with Honorary Oos, Sami Zayn, who made Jey Uso break again. This guy's a fucking menace to society. Will now face the Brawling Brutes, Drew McIntyre and Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens who laid out Roman Reigns. This will be interesting how they end this. Like Owens and Zayn are going to have to fight. Well, Zayn will have to fight Owens because he's... He, his relationship with the bloodline is on the line here, so it'll be interesting. Butch defeated Sami Zayn in a World Cup match, uh, qualifier, excuse me. Ricochet beat Mustafa Ali. Not a good week for Ali. Ricochet confronted Braun Strowman. It's Ricochet versus Braun Strowman in the semifinals. Uh, I would assume Braun Strowman's going to win that. Killer Cross or Karrion Cross defeated Madcap Moss. At the end of the match, Emma made the run in to help Madcap Moss. So it looks like we're going to have Mad Cat Moss and Emma feuding with Scarlet and Karrion Cross. 
I think I'm good. LA Knight confronts Bray Wyatt, slaps him a couple times, but later on in the back, we find him laid completely out. Also, Kevin Owens will make his acting debut. So congratulations to him. And Robert Root was seen backstage at SmackDown as he's still healing from his surgeries. Let's talk about AEW. Abaddon injured at an indie pro event. The finals of the world title eliminator tournament will take place on this Wednesday's uh, Dynamite due to a legitimate injury that Ricky Starks was not cleared from. He did win his match against Lance Archer, and so the finals with him and Ego Page will have Ethan Ego Page will happen this Wednesday. Ricky Starks will have to win after we saw what happened in the main event of uh, Full Gear. Andrade suspended. That is a question because everyone thinks he's suspended, but he did a video from a hospital bed. And he also had to be removed from an upcoming match. Um, I don't know what's going on with this guy. I'm still under the impression this mother bleeper is trying to get fired. Or trying to force them to release him. And I just... uh, He's going to be in the same position that... Who? That Mustafa Ali was in. For as much as he wanted out, it's hard to just let you out your deal without setting a precedent. Especially the way he's gone about doing it. And... uh, I guess he's not happy. I guess he's not being used well. I get all those things. I I just I have to go company man here, and that's unfortunate. I have to go company man here because I just don't think it's a good look. I just don't. Tony Khan says Mercedes Martinez is now cleared, and this is true. She showed up on Rampage after Athena turned heel, punching ref Aubrey Edwards. I think it's the first time we've seen Edwards get like, Aubrey get like. Hit, like I don't, I, has she has she ever taken a bump? Because she usually just referees Jericho matches. I, I know she does more, but I'm saying like I feel like that's when you mainly see her is on those Jericho matches. But I think this is the first time someone's actually hit her. Like she was she was in the thing in his face and the thing it clocked her. And I love the reaction to the crowd. Like what? Boo! I mean, sorry, got got the person's face. But um, Mercedes Martinez makes the save. So it's like Athena versus Mercedes Martinez for the Women's Always Championship. Sign me up for that. That should be a good match. CM Punk's relationship with AEW is not repairable after Colt Cabana's uh, 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 not debut appearance, which was a one-off. But this has caused some ripple effects. Uh, Tony Khan said during the this is the media scrum after full gear. He said, hey, I, I appreciate everything CM Punk did, his contributions on TV, which is, I mean, I could, there's nothing else to say besides that. Um, but also, they actually also removed CM Punk from the cover of AEW Fight Forever. I'm sure he's still in the, you know what? I don't know if he's in the game anymore. I mean, I was, if Cody Rhodes is in the game, CM Punk's in the game. But like, you, you, you can't have him on the cover, him being featured. You know, but uh, yeah. Also, it doesn't help that when the Elite made their uh, return, it was a bunch of fuck CM Punk chants. Ouch. But some good news for CM Punk. Uh, it's reported that his rehab is going well and he feels great. So good for him. <laughs> Quick impact notes Josh Alexander will defend the Impact Championship against Bully Ray in the main event of Hard to Kill. Also, Trey Miguel. Wins the X Division Championship. Back to AEW. 
Jake Roberts will be back on AW TV soon as his oxygen has been removed and he's feeling good. Congratulations to Jake the Snake Roberts, man. Good, good, good to have him back. Here's a second Twitter exchange I want to talk about. There was a Twitter exchange between random fan, I'm not going to say his name, and Renee Paquette. Now, Renee Paquette simply put, these are quotes now, people that, and I did a quotation myself, the inscription myself, excuse me, people that have traveled with kids, what's the car seat stitch? Stitched. We've all decided it's best for flying and then driving? Clown. That's what I'm going to call him. You just gave away the results from the upcoming Mox vs. MJF. Good job, clown. Renee Paquette. Hmm. Because I need to get my kid in and out of Newark? Their announced match? Calm down. I don't know how you got car seats to the winner of the match. If you didn't know who the winner of the match was going to be, you're a fucking idiot, one. You don't watch the product, two. Three, now if you say I didn't see the ending coming, that's one thing. But you legitimate, we all know who's going to win this match. But you coordinate a child seat to who's going to win a match. Clown. Is official via a video. Kenny Omega, Will Ospreay, the U.S. title, New Japan, Wrestle Kingdom. Holy shit, we're going to get this match. They've been teasing it. They've been teasing it for at least a good seven, eight months now. We've heard that we've seen we've seen their Twitter exchanges. We've seen uh, the, the the promos and everything like that. The elite fucking beat uh, Aussie Open um, and United Empire um, in the trios championship tournament. Now he's coming for his U.S. title, a U.S. title that Kenny Omega had first. So this is gonna be interesting. I've, I still have Will Ospreay winning, but this should be very fascinating. Also, Kairi Sane is the new and first ever women's New Japan champion. I am super happy for her. I know um, that's where her heart is. Um, and it's good to see her back wrestling because she definitely was missed. But to be the first ever women's champion in New Japan history, that is, congratulations. That's super impressive. Let's hit full gear and get the fuck out of here. Jay Cargill retains and gets her physical championship back that Nala Rose has had for at least a month or two now. Chris Jericho retains, defeating uh, Sammy Guevara, Claudio Castagnoli, and Brian Danielson. Claudio takes the pin. And yes, Sammy Guevara did try to win the championship himself. I didn't like that. Soraya wins her debut. or I keep, I keep saying that. She, she, she won her return match against Britt Baker. Um... You can see the emotion on her face. I didn't get to watch. I, I've seen clips. I'm actually going to watch it uh, tomorrow, uh, the full thing. But it it was good to see her uh, get the sh- chance to retire on her own. Um, on her own terms. Sting and Darby Allen get the victory over Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett. Death trying over Tane. After, I, I, dude, legit, this was, I didn't see this part coming either because they can't put the elite away. They're having the hardest time doing it. Pac, who's been begging Phoenix to use the fucking hammer for weeks now, finally hands Phoenix the hammer. He nails Kenny Omega. Omega takes the pin. But what this does is set up a best of seven series. 
Death Triangle are up 1-0. And the winners of this will become the trios champions. I'm, a, I'm sure this was only to keep the elite doing something. And Death Triangle, obviously. But it also made the... It also, because this was the most... This, this and the main event was the most predictable matches. And it made this less predictable. And I will say this. And this started a trend of things I didn't see coming. Jungle Boy makes Luchasaurus tap. This is probably the best uh, Jungle Boy match I've seen. Um, coming against his friends. So that's pretty awesome. The Acclaimed retained their tag team championships. This is something else I didn't see coming. Jamie Hayter gets her due. They put the interim women's champion ship on her. Uh, Tony Khan said during the media scrum, he wants Thunder Rosa to come back and get a chance to defend her title. And so he's thinking about making uh, Jamie Hayter a linear champion. Um, first of all, it was surprising that they put the belt on her because I thought they would wait for Tony Storm to at least drop it to her. But you know what? Why wait? If Thunder Rose is not coming back till January, which is she, the, the time frame she projected, then Jamie Hayter's over now. And since you have clearly no fucking intention of breaking her away from Rebel or breaking her away from Britt Baker, might as well. Now she's a now she's now she's a woman's champion. So uh, congratulations to her. Another another surprise, Samoa Joe. It's a double champ. He is double champ stats as this triple threat match was fun. And I saw like more, most of this match. And Joe chokes out powerhouse Hobbs and becomes the new TNT champion. He is a TNT champion and ROH television champion. I think this is the first time in his career Samoa Joe has been a double champion. And I... Fingers crossed. I'm assuming we're going to get a one-on-one match with Warlow versus Samoa Joe at Final Battle next month. If they can do it and have Samoa Joe go into the Orange TV situation next year as a double champ, that would be very interesting. I would love to see the TNT title get some shot. And and here's the thing. I know people don't want to hear this, but Cody Rhodes made that TNT title better then Darby had it, and Darby had it, it, it was fun. Then Miro got it. Miro is probably the best TNT champion to date because he wasn't—he was destroying people, but he also was putting them over as well as far as like selling for him. And then the match with him and Sammy, where Sammy finally gets a championship, was good. And this is where the title is going downhill because then you had Cody come back and win, lose, then Sammy come back and win. Lose, lose, and then Scorpio's guy got it just to lose it to Warlow, and then Warlow did nothing with it. And that's on Tony Khan. Period. Bottom line, that is on Tony Khan. The booking of Warlow has been atrocious. I know so many people talk about this. I'm not even going to get into it because I just don't care. It was just bad booking. Period. Bottom line. Now you have Samoa Joe in here. And imagine, think, think about how crazy this is. And it's, matter of fact, while we're on this, let's talk about Adam Cole, like we did last week. I said it felt like a Samoa Joe situation last week when it said Adam Cole. I guarantee you he's cleared to wrestle, but I guarantee he's taking his time because he's like, well, this is really bad. I felt really like, like, like crap. I'm going to take my time. What Samoa Joe did when he got his last concussion before he got um, 
released the first time from WWE. And if you look at Samoa Joe, I think he was a former U.S. champion, two-time U.S. champion. Didn't really do much on the main roster. He, he should have been the one to take the the WWE title from um, AJ Styles, but they wouldn't pull trigger on him for whatever reason. Because he wasn't even getting injured at the time. It wasn't until after, after the feud where he got injured. And now you have him here, and he, he wins the ROH championship, TV championship from uh, Minoru Suzuki. Now he's your TV champ. I, I want to see where this goes. But I also want to see where it goes with Wardlow. This feud with him and Joe has just started. Do you have him win the TV title? From? I don't think so. I don't think you need one of your best assets on ROH television. He needs to be on AEW television. And when they get this TV deal, that will help... <clears throat> I'm being positive for the record. That should help so much talent get back on television or onto television because then you have talent like Samoa Joe, Chris Jericho, who will be making sporadic appearances on AEW at best. You know, sporadic because they'll be on ROH. But think about the names that are current champions for ROH. You have Don Cass and the boys, the, the trios champions. You have Mercedes Martinez as the women's champion, Samoa Joe as a TV champion, and Jericho as your world champion. But this was a surprise. I did not see him putting a TV title, a TNT title on him. I, I, I think Joe can do what uh, Miro did. Make that title just feel so good. I heard a couple people say that all Atlanta title means nothing. TNT title may not, means nothing. It, it just, I mean, it, it just doesn't feel special at all. And it should. So... Here's to you, Joe. Congratulations. And finally, in the main event, MJF fulfills his destiny. And he is the first pillar, first pillar of the company, male, to win a world heavyweight championship. Um, I say that because Britt is clearly a pillar of the AEW community, and she won her world championship earlier. But MJF, thanks to the help of William Regal, who turned his back on the Blackpool Combat Club, the one that he's a founding fucking member in, he tosses MJF brass nuts. Um, Mox gets knocked out and pinned. So Moxley has only still. Moxley is so well protected. He still, this year alone, has only lost once cleanly, which is amazing. Um, I saw some footage. After uh, full game off the air of the Blackpool Combat Club consoling uh, Moxley, um, I wonder what Williams Regal's reasons are. Did he feel guilty after MJF cut that? Did he just was this was this always the plan? Did he help put the firm together? This is going to be interesting because you have two guys like MJF and him that can talk. Regal can talk, and MJF didn't mute a scrum, didn't take any questions. He came in limping, selling his leg. Cutting a hell of a promo, said he's gonna go to his movie set because I don't know if he has noticed now, but MJF has been, um, he's been uh, cast as uh, the fake Von Eric in the Iron Claw movie, and so he's gonna be filming, and he says he's gonna talk about it on Diamond, and I'm I'm wondering why Regal did what he did. He did was this always the plan, or did Moxley just not do something? Like what? Like what? What's what? What happened here? And is the Blackpool Combat Club still a thing? That's going to be very interesting to hear. You know? So, 
congratulations to MJF. Um, look, they had to do it. This was this was also the this was also the end game. This is always going to be the end game. The same way it was reported that the elite were always meant to come back at full gear. This was supposed to happen at full gear. It was supposed to be a different opponent, but this was meant to happen. I just want to know the reasons for William Regal turning uh, his back on Moxley, though. So, anyways, that is your Monday show this week. Um, I hope you guys enjoy your week. Hope you guys have a great Thanksgiving. Um, the Wednesday show will come out as planned. As I said, it'll be back to the Blacklist retrospective. Um, but otherwise, man, you guys have a great weekend. Uh, healthy, safe, great uh, uh, holiday. Uh, I don't know if you guys are those crazy people that are going to be at the malls at 6 o'clock and, uh, and, and at Walmart at 7 o'clock at midnight stomping over people. If you are, be safe. Uh, if not, you know, have a good have a good weekend. Enjoy your day off, your extra day off, and uh, get 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 away from the grind of life and try to enjoy your your family or just being alone. Whatever you, whatever helps you. So, I'm the slow chemical. This is I see things a little differently. Talk to you guys on Wednesday. I'm out.